amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. It is my joy to be back live on the air tonight. Thank you for being so patient the last few weeks. It has been the season of the Jewish High Holy Days, and they've been falling on a Sunday. So I, I choose to honor my, my heritage and observe with family these holidays. And this year, I actually even with COVID, was able to be with my sister and my brother-in-law for um, both holidays and my mom for, for the second, for Yom Kippur. It, it has been an interesting time, and I, I hope that for all of you listening that the last few weeks have been um, joyful, have been productive, have been um, a time that you are thriving and enjoying your life's moments. And if it's been a stressful time for you, I empathize. I, I, I feel you, shall we say. And um, it's been, September was a very interesting month. Um, astrologically, um, a lot of people were sharing that Mid-September was like diving into a very deep valley. And for some, that would have been a very challenging time, bordering on a dark night of the soul kind of experience. 
And if that was your experience, I honor you. I hope that you are feeling better with the energies having shifted out of September as we are now in this month of October. And we also had the, the uh, autumnal equinox on uh, September 21st, in addition to all the other astrological events going on. And that creates a very interesting energy each year when it occurs. If you've been feeling very challenged and you feel like every button that could possibly be pushed in you is being pushed or that your emotions are like right in front of your face and you can't, or your things, your stuff, you know, your stuff as George Carlin would say, right. Um, is, is right in your face and you can't seem to get away from it. Um, that's what this time is for. Embrace it as much as you can rather than hiding from it. The time of, of the equinox to me is the beginning of a new season. It's a new cycle. Um, when we consider new beginnings, like a new month, a new seasonal cycle, a new day, a new breath, when we think of life in that way, Everything is really a new moment. Therefore, it is an opportunity to start anew. It's only us and our human selves that get stuck in these patterns that bring up the past and let's go down a rabbit hole while we try and figure it out and justify it, explain it, you know, and everything that we do that's Part of being human, I invite you to stop to the greatest extent that you can and stay in the moment as much as possible because in the moment you get to make a choice. It's your superhuman power, conscious choice. And since what I believe is, and I trust and know this to be true for humanity at this time, which I have received via channel, is that we are all here to remember how to be a loving presence unto ourselves first. What that means is that when we're in that moment of choosing, that conscious choice point, the question that you might consider asking is, what is my most loving choice in this moment? What is the kindest choice? For myself in this moment, if you ask that question, pay attention to the answer and actually take inspired action based on the information you've received, your life will flow so much more easily because you will always be in alignment with your soul's purpose for being here. To remember how to be a living presence unto thyself first. Because who we're being in our relationship with ourselves is what determines everything else. It's that magical key. So if you don't like what you're attracting, it is because it is something in you that's attracting it. Now, the important thing to remember is that 99.99% of it is not conscious. In Ho'oponopono, we say 
that it is memories replaying from the subconscious mind that is really creating our reality. And we don't know where those memories arise from. So anything that you identify as a problem, an issue, a challenge, a suffering, you get in that moment to make a choice to just initiate the clearing of it. With I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you. The I love you, the I'm sorry, the please forgive me is you speaking to the cause of the problem within you. These memories replaying that you don't know what they are. The greatest percentage of them anyway. The thank you is to God, divine creator, for clearing it. So what we're really doing is initiating with this prayer a clearing of all that is a source of a problem for us. And the more we do it consistently, the more we adopt this as a way of being, the lighter we feel, the more life flows on all levels with much more grace and ease. Which, mean, which brings me to our topic tonight. Our wisdom tonight is family, a multi-generational experience. I'm always amused by what spirit guides me to talk about each week on this show. Because invariably, it will be something that I have either been working with with clients and it keeps showing up during the week, so it's something that obviously more people would benefit from some wisdom to support them, or it's something going on in my own life that I am learning from myself in this human expression of me, you know, and that might be helpful to you. So I, I hope that whatever I am guided to share, that that you find it to be a support in some way. So multi-generational experiences of family, what that means is that under the same household, there are multiple generations. Oftentimes, that can be parents, um, young adult children that are college age or that are now, because of the pandemic, choosing to move back home for whatever reason. It can be siblings living together with children. It can be grandparents living with children and great-grandchildren. It can be a lot of different things, right? So... What I have experienced in the last little over a week has been my own little multi-generational experience. And, and I see some of the challenges that can arise when multiple families are under the same roof, especially when each family um, unit is used to living in their own home being in charge of their own lives, and, and then they are choosing to be in someone else's home. And there is the potential of a great deal of conflict and challenge that can arise from that. I imagine if you've ever experienced that, even short term, that this makes sense to you. What I know and understand about relationship is that that's how we learn in this beautiful experience of being human. 
Everything in this realm is about being in relationship with something or someone. And these relationships or these relational experiences that we have are like mirrors for us to see who we're being in our relationship with ourselves. And sometimes that mirror is not so very loving. We get to see a part of us that we have a choice that we can work on, that we can clear whatever the problems are that are connected to it, whatever the challenges are. It's up to us. Everything is always up to us. And so we get to be in the experience of our lives in this way. When the generational experiences include our elders that are up in age, and maybe they even have some degree of dementia or cognitive impairment, we can never anticipate what behaviors are going to arise. And as it is with most relationships, if we don't take on the behavior of someone else, if we don't judge, if we don't blame, if we don't try and figure it out to justify, explain, or criticize it, then we're able to be in the experience with a bit more compassion, a bit more love and understanding. And and I have to tell you that if you've been having this experience and you're finding it to be a real challenge, my heart surrounds you with so much love because I know how, how, how hard it can be, how challenging it can be, depending upon the behaviors of, of the parent or the adult, the elderly adult that we are that we are having this relationship with. There is a lot of history that gets triggered in these relationships. If it's been a long time since we've lived with family, it's sometimes surprising that childhood dynamics start to replay themselves. Not always the most pleasant ones, truly. But when we're awake to our spirit connection, when we choose to be in the moment consciously and live our lives this way, it does make it a lot easier. And when the family dynamics are supportive, when a problem arises with one and the others are supportive of each other to move through it, It makes a world of difference. It truly does. My family is a very dynamic group. And we're all caregivers, kind people. You know, we all take care of other people in some way, shape, or form. Most of us are healthcare, in in the healthcare industry, um, nurses, physicians, physicians. And we know a little bit about human nature and human behavior. But even with all of that knowledge, sometimes family situations can just really throw you off kilter and be an incredible 
source of stress. And it's times like this that when we can be kind to each other and compassionate that everyone involved can move through the experience with more grace, more ease, more compassion. I'm very grateful for my family. I really am. Um, Not to say that we don't have our little challenges from time to time. We do. But for the most part, we, especially when there is a problem that needs to be addressed, we join together like a little community. And we are very open to the communication, the problem-solving dynamic that is necessary in order to solve the problem. For this, I'm very grateful. You know, I know so many families are not like mine, which is not to say that mine is easier. We have our stuff, believe me. But it's not that the stuff happens. It's what we choose, how we choose to be in it that is the joy of learning that we're in the middle of experiencing. I have so much that I would love to share with you about this, but I need to say to you that I am a private person. And so if I don't say more details, it's because I really do honor my family. I love them dearly. And I just want you to know and to trust and understand that no matter how adept we are as facilitators, we all have challenges as well. We all have personal problems, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, from time to time. But the test of a truly conscious person, to me, is how quickly we get back to center and remember why we're here. How quickly we choose to be the most loving presence with ourselves that we can in the middle of experiencing a trauma, a situation, a problem. So if you find that there have been moments, even just today or in the last two weeks since we connected last, where you've really felt challenged and you've gone into judgment with the way that you've reacted to a situation, please do yourself the kindness of forgiving yourself for being human because that's all it is. It doesn't matter how much you know. It doesn't matter how experienced you are. Sometimes being human is a real pain in the you-know-what. But it's how we're supposed to be here to learn. We chose to be in this human life. We chose to be here for this opportunity for learning. And if we look at these experiences as an opportunity to learn, it makes it a whole hell of a lot easier. Know that you are loved through all of it. Whatever you believe, trust, and know to be your source by whatever name you call it, 
It is a loving presence that we come from, that we are a part of all the time, not apart from. Even though this illusion of being human feels like we are apart from our source so much of the time, but we're not. That presence, that love is a part of every cell in our body. It is easily accessed from our heart centers. If we breathe into our hearts, we can easily access this vibration of love that is us, that is our creator. It makes life so much easier. And keep in mind, depending upon what your beliefs are, family is chosen. We choose who our parents will be that will birth us into this realm. But I want you to understand we don't choose as children because many of us would have preferred a different childhood experience than what we had. So the idea that we chose it is a bit strange, right? It's a bit daunting. And you go into a lot of judgment if you embrace it from the perspective that you as a child are the one that asked for these parents, but we didn't. We created the opportunity for this learning when we were in spirit before coming in. These are contractual agreements with parents, with soul parents, soul family that become human parents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so keep in mind that if you have chosen, then embrace the choice. And use these relationships to the greatest extent that you can for the learning opportunity that they are offering you. Remember, who you are being in the experience of your day-to-day lives is what defines it. Nothing else does. Everything is up to us. Okay? All right. We are so incredibly blessed tonight to have our producer, RJ, with us. RJ, can you join me? Good evening, Eileen. Can you hear me? Good evening. Good evening. I am so happy you're here with us tonight. I don't have to touch anything on the computer. It's so much fun. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we love having your energy here anyway. So grateful. So where are we going to start our readings tonight, RJ? We're going to start out from Connecticut and speak with Lisa Marie. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Lisa, good, Lisa Marie, good evening and welcome to the show. Wow. Hi. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. How can we be of service tonight? I am um, struggling immensely because I lost my medical service dog last week, who was my heart and soul, and I'm having a real hard time. I hear you. Oh, my goddess. What was their name? Her name was Sweet Baby Gizmo. Sweet Baby Gizmo? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yes. That's sweet. And it was a girl? Yes, no? Yes, yes, it was. Okay, thank you. All right. Do you know how to connect to her while she's in spirit? Have you been able to do that? I've been able to do that. 
do is cry. I know, but that's okay. It's appropriate to grieve a friend and and a dog that's simply a pet is a friend that will go everywhere with you, right? A service dog is a very unique relationship, even more of a very dear friend, and it's appropriate to grieve the loss. Truly it is. How can I support you in in this? What are you looking for support? Moving through the grief? I need some hope somewhere. I don't I can't find any hope without her. I don't have life. Okay. Okay. Are you in line to get another service dog to support you? Not yet. The cost is astronomical. Okay. So one thing I'm going to invite you to do, Lisa Marie, is look to see what resources are available to you, um, depending upon what your service needs are, because there may be funding that will support you in, in creating a new friend. Okay, so I'm going to invite you that you could absorb yourself into that. Um, But I have to say to you, Lisa Marie, there is no avoiding grief. There just isn't. It makes us sick if we avoid it. And sometimes you just can't stop crying. It's been six years this December since my angel, I had a Sheltie named Angel since she transitioned to spirit or crossed the rainbow bridge as many people refer to um, our animals transitioning. And, and I still, when I talk about her, I still, my heart aches for her. And she wasn't a service dog, but she did provide service. She was with, with me with every session that I did for 14 and a half years. Goodness, she so welcomed sorry. each 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 client in. She barked them in, and what a yappy bark she had! I tell you, <laughs> was not her best asset, <laughs> you know. But she would sit next to them when when we had a conversation before their healing session or their reading. She would sit right next to them. The more emotionally upset someone was, the more she'd be like touching them, leaning against them, looking at them. When they were on the table, if it was a healing session, she would, you know, take her little body and go into the, into the powder room and lie on the tile floor where it was cool. And then as soon as she would hear talking again, which would be her way of knowing that the healing session was coming to completion, she would, she would come right back out again, assume that position sitting next to the client, looking at them ever so lovingly, and then she would bark them out the door when they'd leave. You know, I mean, and the there was only one one service that I offered, one type of group that I did that she could not be in the house. She had to be at my sister's um, because we had actually we had sister dogs from the same obviously the same litter, and and so we often had them together. They spent a lot of time together, and um, I do an essential oil experiential called a feelings circle. And one of the first oils that goes on is an oil called Valor, and it goes on the feet. Well, 
people would put their valor on and she'd be walking around the circle, licking everybody's feet and going, Oh no, we can't do this. <laughs> you know, And there's no stopping her. So that was the only thing that she wasn't here for, for 14 and a half years. Oh, so I empathize with you, but you just have to keep moving through your grief the best that you can and breathe into an out of your heart that beautiful, loving heart that you have. And as you do, invite her spirit in if you want to. And you can even invite her to sit up on your lap, sit next to you in bed or on the sofa, and feel her energy. Because she's still there. She's just not in physical form. Does that make sense to you? Yes. It can be very upsetting the first time we connect with them in spirit because it just brings up all of our missing their physical presence. But the more we do it, if that's our desire, the more the energy presence feels the norm to us, the easier it is to connect with them. And it's much easier. You don't have to walk them. They're right there, <laughs> you know. I I found that Angel would jump up on the counter in the kitchen, and I'd sit there and I go, "It's a good thing you're in spirit because there's no way in hell you would have been able to do this as if you were still in your body." But she'd be right there with her face, right even with my face. And in the beginning, it was upsetting, and I would cry. But at this point, I find it amusing, and may you find it the things that you remember her doing in time to bring you joy again rather than a trigger for your grief. It'll come in time, sweetie. It'll come in time. Can I offer you a Ho'oponopono statement to a prayer that might assist you in moving through this? Sure, thank you. Okay, so... Just remember that this is about 30 minutes into the show. If you don't have something to write it down, write this down, and you'll be able to listen to the replay. So to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for my grief and suffering on any and all levels, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And if your sweet baby gizmo suffered before she transitioned, you can offer the prayer for her as well. And you can say to whatever memories are in me that are a source of suffering for sweet baby gizmo on any and all levels that I am to atone for, not because you did anything wrong, it's just the language we use, because you're clearing from you the cause for any suffering that she had or has. Anything that still needs to be cleared. And then you add, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, at the end of the prayer, or just I love you repeatedly, or just thank you repeatedly. And I would just invite you to breathe into and out of your heart center while you think or say this prayer or these prayers, should you desire to to use them. You know, to whatever memories are in me that that are the cause for my grieving on any and all levels. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. 
Time heals all wounds, Lisa Marie. We just don't know what that time frame is going to be. Mm-hmm. It will get easier. Mm-hmm. It's just going to take time, as it is with all grieving. It's normal. We yeah, say in we say in one of the one of the um, not for profits that I work with. Um, you know, we we do grief grief workshops now and again, and and we say, if we breathe, we grieve. It's just part of the human experience. Yes. Right? Makes sense? Do you think I'll ever find that love again? I do. I do. I think that dogs have a unique service to humanity. Their unconditional loving presence and work ethic, their work for us is that they clear our emotions. And so when they're not here to clear our emotions, we feel an added burden of emotions. Separate and apart from our grief that we feel because they're not here, that we can love on them and they can love on us. But yes, I do. When you're ready. Thank you. When you're ready. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Definitely look into funding for whatever your personal um, um, service dog need is. And that might really help you to be able to um, receive the gift of another friend. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, Lisa Marie. I wish you... Peace. I wish you peace. Thank you so much. You're welcome, honey. God bless you also. Thanks so much for calling in tonight. You have a good rest of your evening. Blessings. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. All right. I, I really empathize with Lisa Marie. If any of you have ever had um, a pet or a service animal, that it's such a special relationship. It really is. And really, a thought that comes to me, Lisa Marie, I see you're still with me. <clears throat> Think of the thought that how blessed you were to have the experience of her, to have her comfort and love and support for as long as you did, however long that was, and focus on that. And that's the energy that will expand and grow as often as you can Focus on that. All right. All right, RJ, where are we off to? That was a very special call with Lisa Marie. Yeah. I uh, my heart, my heart just goes out to her. And we we love our animals. I know you have animals too, RJ, don't you? I do. I do. Yeah. So there's nothing like it. Okay. (laughs) We're off to New York and speak with Catherine. Okay. Good evening, Catherine. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you for having me. My joy. How can we be of service tonight? I had called you a few weeks ago, um, and I had asked about a work situation. And I'm excited because I think I have come across the person that – 
might have picked up on. Um, I actually wrote to her earlier today. Um, her name starts with a, the letter T. Um, okay. And I think she'd be a good collaborator. So, yeah, um, I I guess I'm asking if that is, in fact, the person. Um, I've spoken to her um, a bit in the past, and she seems very nice and knowledgeable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, let's just see what we can connect with. We're asking for any and all information regarding um, a woman named with a first name letter T. Um as a potential collaborator for Catherine. Oh yeah. Yes. This is this is a really lovely, lovely energy. I wanna say that um I'm trying to find the word. Um it's not collaboration, it's not partnership. Um it's almost as if there's there is an energy of community that's created with this potential collaboration. Um, there's there is an expansive network of collaboration and support that feels more like community. Does that make sense? How I'm describing that? Yeah, yeah. Um... It feels like maybe she can bring me into her networks. I could bring her into mine. That um, may be what I'm feeling and what 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 they're showing me because it just it's not just the two of you is my point. There's this is a much bigger collaborative energy that feels like a community. It's it's that expansive, and so wow. definitely, definitely worth continuing the conversation. And and if I did not say this to you last time, because I don't always remember. Um, I in fact, I usually don't remember what I share with people. Uh, so forgive me, Catherine. Um, but okay. what what I would really invite you to do is go with how it feels. You are empathic. You are sensitive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so what I want to say is that one of your greatest assets is how things feel. So you want to bring the conversations. You want to bring the um, the ideas, the thoughts, everything. You want to bring them into your heart and see how it feels. And if it feels right, it is. If there's something about it that doesn't feel right, then engage with it and see what it is and have the conversation about it. Because your feelings are always going to guide you in a very good way. They're like having antennae out going, oh, take a right. Okay. <laughs> take a left, right? You know, it's the same idea. Yeah. It's just not directional. It's in a way it is, but it's more about a way of being, right? Our feelings give us information that helps us to know how to be in any given situation. 
and that mm. and that dynamic yeah. is is yeah. applicable, Catherine, to all our relationships, not just uh, potential business ones. That's true for everything. Yes. Yes. Makes yes. sense. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted to, yeah, let you know that I, I once I, I came across her and, um, you know, really focused. Like I thought of you, and I wanted to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am very grateful beyond words. That's wonderful. That's very wonderful. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep up the good work and just keep clearing. You know, use the Ho'oponopono to clear whatever it is that um, is a potential blockade, a potential challenge, a potential issue, um, a potential block for your clarity. Right? Just keep doing yeah. the Ho'oponopono for that and everything will keep moving forward in a good way. I'm excited for you. Enjoy your moments with it. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless You're welcome, you. Catherine. You. You're welcome, honey. Blessings. Have a good rest of your night, okay? Thanks. You too. Thank you. Thank so you. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Well, we have a first-time caller from West Virginia, Nicole. Okay. Hello. Good evening, Nicole. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hello there. How can we be of service? Um, I just got into my apartment, and my fiance is supposed to move in July. Do you see him moving in um, with me? Okay. Let me make sure I heard you correctly. You just moved into your apartment, and your fiance is moving in with you in July? Yeah, because we, we live in Indiana. I live in uh, West Virginia. So we've been together for three years, but I used to live in Indiana. But I moved here in West Virginia in, like, November. Okay. So it's going to be till next year before he moves in? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Okay, July 2021. All right, can I have the name or the first initial of your fiancé? Uh, his name's Donovan. Donovan, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's connect in with that energy. Just breathe into your heart center for me, Nicole. We're just going to ask for any and all information that we can offer to you that has to do with um, Donovan moving in with you next July. So I'm feeling a little bit of um, angst about this. Um, I don't know if you're nervous about it or if this is just the general energy of your relationship with him. Um, but it's saying to me that it's, it's good that it's going to be not until July. Um, Mm -hmm. There, there's a lot of opportunity for growth for both of you between now and then. And I invite you to embrace that opportunity. And when I say growth, I'm referring to um, developing a deeper emotional intimacy. Is is emotional intimacy a a phrase that you're familiar with? Yes. Okay. So not everybody is, and I don't want to make an assumption. So it's not sexual or physical intimacy. It's, It's emotional intimacy. It's how we, how we communicate, how we express, our feelings. 
right? And mm-hmm. that it feels like that part of this relationship between the two of you needs a little bit of space to grow. Does that feel right to you? Um, yeah. Okay. So if it does, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Because, because what's interesting is when, when you can't be in each other's presence, there's only so many ways you can communicate, right? And mm-hmm. so it opens mm-hmm. up um, developing the art of sharing, the art of communication, the art of emoting, sharing your feelings, your thoughts, your dreams, your challenges, you know, and supporting each other, not, not trying to fix each other, just simply holding a space of hearing each other and supporting each other in a loving way. And that's okay. a really good foundational piece for any relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling that the best, the best that I can say to you is what I have, that this time apart is good. Utilize it well and wisely because how you mm-hmm. use this time is what's going to determine next July. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the Akashic Records is, is about potentials, possibilities. Mm-hmm. Each choice we make, action we take in this free will dimension shifts any timeline. So future timelines are often changeable. And so I often am not guided to offer that type of information, but rather information to empower you to get to that point. Should that be Mm -hmm. what serves you? Make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Did I answer your questions the best that I can? I mean, did that help at all? Yes. Good. I am very grateful. Enjoy the process. Technology is your friend. FaceTime, Zoom is your friend. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Yeah. All right, sweetie. Enjoy the process. Enjoy your moments. And congratulations on your betrothal. Okay? Thank you. You're very welcome. All right. RJ. Where are we off to? Well, are we complete for tonight? We are. We had. Uh, oh, how nice! They are. They have uh, disappeared. That's okay. Sometimes that happens. It that does happens. happen, and that's okay. So we can chat for a few minutes, and and then we can decide if we'll just complete, and that's okay too. I am very honoring of how things are rolling in the moment these days because that's the best I can do. Things in life are so challenging um, that there's nothing else that I can do. And, and so I empathize with people, which is why tonight's subject was about multi-generational experiences. I really empathize with people that have multiple generations under one roof. It can be very challenging. It really can. I can share a little bit on that. There okay, was a moment in time do. in life, in my life, where we actually had five. Now wow. we weren't all in the same in the same household, 
but we were mm-hmm. close enough where we visited uh, frequently. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I was in the dead center, but we had a, mm-hmm. a great-grandmother, a great a grandmother, my mother, and my sister had a daughter. So Couldn't you uh, get a guy in there? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my father. No, my father couldn't you even get a male girls. dog. <laughs> <laughs> my my father, when we were kids, not to intrude, but interrupt. So hold your hold your thought. When when I was growing up, it was my my. I, but I don't remember this. Um, my my mom, my dad, my mom's sister, my aunt, um, and and we had a female dog. Plus, there were many times that my great grandmother stayed with us. And I mean, my father was so good with having so many women around. Thank God there were some male cousins, which was good, you know. But tell me what your experience <laughs> of family like that was. Was it a positive one? Was it challenging? Well, you know, I I, I watched my great grandmother uh, leave us, and then my grandmother left us. And anyway, yes, it was very positive. I believe it was uh, something unique. And one of my sister had uh, her first daughter, and I remember at at one time we all got together in in uh, Miami. That was uh, that's what made me think about it, especially with tonight's topic. It was mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. quite. I, I know I'm repeating, but quite a unique experience to be alive and share, and being able to experience that emotion of having that many generations with it us. is so it is i was not blessed with that um my my mother's mother died when she was 17 so that was long before um my sister or i were born my father's mother died before i was born my father's father died when I was like four, between four and five, and I don't really remember him. My, my grandfather, my other grandfather, I had no knowledge of. And, and so there was a, there was a step-grandmother, my grandfather, one of them remarried. And I, I remember her, but I didn't know the other ones. But many years ago, when, when I was married, that almost feels like a lifetime ago, we were blessed with having all four of my former husband's grandparents present at our wedding. That was very special. Because you really, to sit with an older person and hear their stories, it's most unique. It's most unique. You know, how old, how old is the eldest in your family right now? Well, I guess right now I have to say that's my mother. She's 93. Okay. And, and mine's uh, 95 and mine's 95. When we think about what they've experienced in their 95 years, I mean, they're 90 from the 1920s to now, how much change has occurred? How many firsts have there been? 
that, that these generations have experienced, it's mind-blowing. I mean, I remember, I remember black and white television, you know? <laughs> well, I do, too, yes. And, and I remember no I, television. <laughs> I remember no television. Or if we had television, it was at somebody else's house. <laughs> That's funny. But, That's um, funny. Unfortunately, my mother is in uh, – she's in advanced stages of Alzheimer's. So Right, right. You know, when I get to see her and she sees me and I wear my beard and my 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 schmata and, uh, you know, after I come off a motorcycle ride, she looks at me and she she looks scared. <laughs> and uh, you know she's she's very she's not communicative. Yeah. And uh, but just to just to be there and 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 hold her hand is is special because I know she's she's with us and it's just a tough time though. It is. It definitely is. Um, my mom has a certain amount of cognitive impairment as well, and. I, we never know how she's going to be, and it can be very challenging. Um, you can't take it personally. You can't, um, you can't have any expectations because you just have to stay in the moment. It's the best you can do. And what I know is that they're still there to some degree, just not consciously when, when they check out as much as your mom has. Or if, if a parent or someone we love has advanced or any degree of Alzheimer's or dementia, you know, their spirit is still there while they're still in the body. It's, and you, you just never know how much they hear and understand. So it's good to keep talking to them. It's always good to keep talking for sure. And I see we yes, have sir. a caller. You want to go say hi to them, and I'll talk for a minute I or will. two? I will. Thank you, RJ, for sharing. I appreciate it. So while RJ um, uh, invites our next uh, caller to the show, um, I just want to just say thank you to the callers that we've had so far tonight. Hopefully we'll be back into our weekly rhythm of the show coming every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. And while I'm thinking of it, I just want to remind everyone that our monthly new moon clearing call will be coming up um, in a little over a week on Monday, October 12th. So it'll be a week from tomorrow. And that's at 12 p.m. And if any of you have um, experienced the new moon clearing process with me, um, I hope that it's been a blessing. I love doing this this uh, each month. If you have not participated, then the link is in the description of the show. Or you can go on to Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, which is my website. That's Eileen. I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, and look at the events page, forward slash events, and you'll be able to see on the 12th the information and the link to be able to register, and you just need to register one time, and you will receive the replay if 12 p.m. Eastern is not a good time for you to be with us live. All right, RJ. 
Let's welcome Anna from Oregon. Good evening, Anna. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having us. (laughs) Oh, my joy, my joy. How can we be of service tonight? I'm in a long-term ongoing um, situation where um, I I need medical attention. I have a a friend who has been attending to me, and I can't walk right now. I had fallen. I was in, in and out of the hospital several times. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting physical therapy, and I have wounds on my legs that every other day a nurse comes, but it's not enough. And my friend who is helping me, um, I think he's at this point helping me out of guilt, and he feels stuck, and we're trying to find other people to assist, to rent, you know, to do a, a room exchange for um, home health care, and mm-hmm. I'm... It's, it's, I'm just stuck, and we're not finding anybody, and I end up crying practically every day because he's mad and mad of being stuck himself, and I I can't do anything, okay. and okay. Um, I need to move out of this scenario. Okay. I am getting stronger, but I'm just not in a place of not needing so much help. Okay. So... If you have exhausted all agency type resources there's uh-huh. a lot there are a lot of resources out there that many people don't know about uh-huh. and so um, a a home health agency might be able to help explore resources well, I, with I, you I have that now Mm-hmm. I have a home health agency that's sending a nurse, a physical therapist, occupational therapist, bed bath type of thing, but they're mm-hmm. not they're only here one hour a day. I understand you know, that. Do they have a social yeah. worker on staff as well? They've been here already and there's nothing they can do. They've exhausted. Okay. Yeah. So then let's move it to the meta- metaphysical then, right? Yeah. Whenever we identify something as a problem, don't know the all of what created it. Mm-hmm. 99.99% of what we identify as a problem, we are not going to know consciously what the cause is. Right? So are you familiar with Ho'oponopono, Anna? A little bit, yeah. Okay. So what I love about it is that each time you say the prayer, you are initiating the clearing by God, divine creator of whatever the problem is the source of the problem, which we don't know what it is, right? So you can consider starting to say this prayer as many times during the day as you can think of it. And and how you might consider languaging it is to whatever memories are in me that mm-hmm. are the cause for my... Hmm inability to find support my ideal support my ideal support because you have support just my ideal support or my ideal living situation whatever mm-hmm. you identify as the problem mm-hmm. you add on any and all levels I love you I'm sorry please forgive me thank you or just I love you or just thank you repeatedly Each time you say that, it will initiate more clearing. 
mm-hmm. because because whatever you need, it's available to you. You just have to let go, clear out what it is that prevents you from being able to find it. So the, the phrasing is applicable to anything, to whatever memories are in me, because it's never about anything outside of us, to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for, you fill in the blank, that are the cause for me not being able to find a perfect living situation or my ideal living situation that limit my healing, that limits my wound healing, that limits my ability to ambulate, that limits my, that, that is the cause for my physical limitations, whatever the problem is. And then you add on any and all levels. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just, I love you. Or just thank you. You would be amazed. And how much you can clear or okay. initiate the clearing up. Does that make sense to you? It does make sense. Okay. But I, I still believe that there are resources available to you. But in this moment, I'm, I'm at a loss. My nursing hat is not helping me. What you might consider is, um, hmm, are you over 65, Anna? Yes, I'm 67. Okay. Um, what about what about a rehab center with Medicare support? Yeah, I don't have full Medicare coverage. We tried that. They actually sent me home from the hospital because I don't have Part A coverage. I didn't have enough. Is there someone that can assist you in getting Medicaid? No, we've tried. I fall between the cracks of their qualifications. Okay. What I need. Yeah, we've tried. There's got to be an answer. I, I just, you know, there has to be an answer, even if it's something as simple as finding a roommate that works for you. Well, I've been trying to find a care giver who can live in as a roommate mm-hmm. and, and right now my friend Joshua has been staying living here with me right. but he often right. goes out to his girlfriend late at night and doesn't come mm-hmm. back till you know 9 10 11 in the morning and I need his help to get up I can't stand up I right. use my porta potty thing so I'm stuck here okay it becomes very scary and very alone and at the age of 67 I just shouldn't be praying every second till he walks back in the door to get me up. I hear you. I hear you. So keep clearing whatever Mm -hmm. limits you finding your ideal living situation, your ideal supportive living situation to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of me are the cause of limiting me finding my ideal supportive living situation on any and all levels. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just, I love you. Or just thank you. And let's see how that opens up the energy for you. Keep me posted. Uh Okay. Okay. All right. Surrounding you with love, Anna. I thank you so much for calling in. Okay. Okay. I'm going to listen back after to get the quote because I'm still not writing fast enough. Nope. That's okay. That's okay. It'll be close to the hour mark. Close to the hour mark because we're almost at, oh, actually, it would be at the hour mark on the okay. show. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anna, for calling in. I appreciate it. Blessings. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. 
All right, RJ, we're going to complete our show for tonight. For anyone still in the queue, thank you so much for joining us. Please call back next Sunday. Uh, get into the queue at 645, and you will be guaranteed a reading. But thank you so much for joining us and listening. We're going to close out the show after saying thank you to sweet RJ. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Are you still there? Yes. Yes. I see you're still there. I can't hear you though. Well, all right, sweet man. I'm grateful that you were here. Thank you for welcoming everyone onto the show and for your kind presence and support. I'm very grateful. All yes, right. you couldn't hear me because I was on mute. But uh, yes, <laughs> uh, we did. We there did have a, a full, a full cue, and that was a good thing. So, yeah. very good show tonight. Good thank night. you, RJ, and thank you for contributing and sharing about your family. I loved hearing that story. It was wonderful. Thank you. It was just lovely. I look forward to next Sunday. We'll see All you right, again. everybody. Thank you. We're just going to do a real quick rapid heart connection like we do to close out the show each week. As long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, go ahead and close your eyes. Relax your belly muscles. Uncross your ankles and knees and breathe. Nice, deep, slow breath. And as you breathe, imagine your breath is going into your heart center and out of it. Into and out of that beautiful heart center in the middle of your chest. The energy center where all of our love emanates from and where we receive love into. Such a beautiful space to connect. It helps solve a whole lot of ills that we experience because it raises our vibration, connecting us with the highest vibration that exists in our universes, and that is the vibration of love and breathe. Now imagine a bubble of love light around you. You get to pick the color. And every time you breathe in now, imagine that love light blending with the love that is already within you, filling every cell in your body from deep within all your organ systems and from head all the way down to your toes. And all that love light expands through your skin, filling every cell of skin. So you are filled and surrounded by this beautiful light of love. If you meditate, add this heart breath to your meditation, it will expand it for you. If you've never meditated before, this is a simple way that you can start. Simply as often as you remember, breathe 
into and out of your heart center. What we know is that with each breath we take into and out of our heart centers, there is a wave form of love that emanates from us in all directions. A gift of love that all it takes is us breathing into and out of our hearts. So let's imagine that that love light goes down to the center of the earth, a gift of love to our blessed Mother Earth for all that she does to maintain our existence for us here in this human journey. And once it reaches the center of the earth, that that vibration of love light expands in all directions and fills the earth, a gift to all who dwell within her. And it expands and goes through the surface of the earth, a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. Keeps on going, it fills our atmosphere, a gift of love to all who dwell above Mother Earth. But it doesn't stop there. Nothing stops the flow of love. There are no boundaries to it. We may ignore it, but there are no boundaries to it. And so that vibration of love light just expands out into the universe in all directions, a gift of love to all. It goes into infinity, back to the center, to the source of all that is. Perhaps we can call it the one heart of love. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied, which is why it's so important to be conscious in the moment of our words, our thoughts, our feelings. And make adjustments. If those thoughts, words, and feelings are not life-sustaining, not life-supportive, not joyful, choose to be different in who you're being with yourself. And it changes everything. So all that love that you just sent out, a gift, it's coming back to you multiplied. So breathe it in. That beautiful, brilliant, even more expansive light of love. And know that you're not alone. You are loved beyond words. And the love that you are is always available, as is the love of that which you know as your source by whatever name you call it. We are never alone. We are always loved through how we create our world here. Take another nice deep breath into and out of your heart center, reconnecting with all that love. Good. I wish you all a tremendously wonderful week. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. I look forward to being back here with you again next Sunday night and every Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. 
here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. I wish everybody a really wonderful evening. May you know that you are surrounded with blessings of love and gratitude. Good night, everybody. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. (gasps) No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.